Welcome to the Thyroid Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and we're diving deep into the world of hormones, especially for all you fierce women in perimenopause and menopause, and everyone struggling with hypothyroidism. So if you are battling weight gain, you're feeling like shedding those pounds is an impossible feat. If you're dealing with plummeting energy levels, gut-wrenching fatigue, or a libido that seems to have left town, then you're in the right place. And let's not even start on the hair loss. If these symptoms are sounding all too familiar, you have found your tribe. My goal is to educate, empower, and shape up your world. Remember, I want you to embrace every inch of that badass woman that you truly are. So if you're ready to dive in and fix things, let's go. You know, many of my podcasts actually come from you, the listener, and from those that are members of the Girl Fix Your Thyroid Facebook group, which is, I don't know, a kick-ass group where you can post your labs and get real advice, not BS advice that you get in those other groups or multi-level marketing schemes, but real actual feedback on what is going on with you and what steps you should take. So if you're not in the Girl Fix Your Thyroid Facebook group, highly recommend it. One thing that I'm seeing in there quite often, and it doesn't matter how many times we talk about it or post about it, it still comes up as a question because let's face it, there are people being diagnosed with hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's every single day. There are women moving into perimenopause and menopause every single day. So this information might be a repeat for you. It might be a refresher for you. It might be brand new for you. And you're like, thank God someone broke this down in a nice short podcast for me. So I know exactly what I need to do when I'm going to get my labs. And that's what we're going to talk about. When you are going for your labs, let's talk thyroid labs first. Thyroid labs, you want to be free of T3 containing medication for 18 to 24 hours before your labs. 18 to 24 hours, no T3 medication before your labs. Why do we do this? Now I've shared photos before on social of what my labs look like when I just, you know, for shits and giggles, I experiment when I take my T3 and then go to, to the lab and get my blood drawn in that four hour time frame. So I woke up, took my T3, went for labs. My free T3 was indetectably high. It was off the charts. It was greater than 20. And in showing you this, my point was, this is what's going to happen to you if you take your T3 before you go and get your labs. And if you are working with anyone other than me, they're going to look at those and say, oh my God, you're on way too much T3 medication. You're on way too much thyroid medication. I'm going to pull that from you. Let's drop your dose. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute, I'm finally feeling better. What are you doing? Why are you dropping my T3 medication? No. Well, your, your T3 is high. You must be hyperthyroid, but you're not. It's all because you took your T3 before the labs. Now, this is for Cytomel, Lyothyronine, Armor, NP. And if any of you are on any kind of glandular supplement, stop that as well. Because even the glandulars contain a little bit of T4 and T3. I know they're not supposed to. I have a separate podcast on that where I argue, is there a little guy sitting in the back room picking out T4 and T3 from the glandular? No. So NP, Armor, Lyothyronine, Cytomel, you do not want to take prior to your labs, 18 to 24. Now you don't want to go 
obviously sooner than 18. Don't be like, oh, I'm going at 16. It's close enough. No, 18 is the minimum cutoff. That's the minimum amount of time that should be left between your last dose of T3 and going for your labs. 24 hours is the max. Don't go 26. Don't go 30. Don't go 40. 18 to 24 hours. If you go longer than 24, your free T3 is going to drop. And you're not going to have that apples to apples comparison. So the other important thing is once you pick that time frame, let's say you say, you know what, 20 hours is just about right for me. I take my T3 in the afternoon, then I'm going to wait and go at whatever, 8 a.m. the next morning. That equals 24 hours. That's perfect for me. Now do that every single time you go for your laps. You don't want to go 24 hours this time, 20 hours the next time, 18 hours the time after that, because then when you're looking at your lab values and comparing what happened from the last time to this time, it's not going to be an apples to apples comparison. So many times my patients will be like, why did my free T3 drop? Well, it could be that you need more medication. It also could be that you went maybe two hours longer between the last time that you tested and this time. So the last time you came in, you were at a 3.7. Now you're at a 3.4, 3.3. And that's pretty much how much T3 will drop when you start spanning that time gap, when you start going into 26, 28 hours between your last dose and your labs. No medication, 18 to 24 hours. T4 medication really doesn't matter. I wouldn't take it the morning of and then go for your labs. I would just say, you know, give that the same amount of time. But if you're on T4 only, God love you. I'm sorry that you are. I know it's not working for you. But if you are on T4 only, then just, you know, I mean, if you slip up and you take it the morning of your labs, not a big deal. You can just go, go for your labs. The reverse of that is if you're on T3 and you slip up and you take it the morning of your labs, you're going to have to reschedule your labs. Don't just get up and go, reschedule them because you're going to have to go back anyways because you're going to get that falsely elevated high free T3. Now, both T3 and T4 medications, they're not going to immediately affect TSH or reverse T3. So you don't have to worry about that marker, but I am concerned about your free T3. What can interfere with TSH levels and free T3 levels is taking biotin. So you want to go through your supplements, usually like hair, skin and nail supplements or multivitamins will have something containing biotin in it. And this is something that you want to remove five to seven days before your labs. That way that clears your system and it won't adversely affect your thyroid lab value so we can get an accurate read. No other supplements really need to be stopped prior to your labs, unless of course it's the glandular like we already talked about. Things like magnesium and vitamin D, you can take those all the way up to the day before. Just do not take anything the morning of. You should be waking up in a fasted state. Do not drink coffee. Do not take supplements. Do not take your medication. Don't eat and just go. Go for your labs. You can have your Starbucks afterwards. You can take your medication afterwards. So a lot of times people will say, well, then what does that look like? So I normally take my medication at 6 a.m. and 2 p.m. I said, well, time your afternoon dose so that your 18 to 24 hours leeway gap between that dose and when you're going to go for your labs tomorrow morning, then just take it in your purse, put it in your car. As soon as you leave the lab, pop your thyroid medication. Who cares if it's 8.30 or 9? Pop it and then move on with your day. If you are not 
split dosing, which you should be. If you're on T3, you should be split dosing. If you're not split dosing, you're going to have to probably get up a little bit earlier because if you normally take your dose the day before at 6 a.m., well, there's no way you're going to go for your labs at 6 a.m. Most labs aren't open at 6 a.m. Some are and some aren't. I guess if you really want to get up at 5 and roll in at 6, so you hit that 24-hour mark, that's fine. Or the day before, just time it so that you're taking a little bit later. Maybe you take that dose at 8 a.m. and then go for your labs at 7 a.m. the next morning, and that's giving you a nice 23-hour gap. Hormones. If you're testing hormones, if you are on injectable testosterone, you want to give five to seven days of no shot before you're going for your labs, men and women. I can't tell you the amount of time that we've gotten labs back. I look at the testosterone. It's abnormally high. So when did you take your last shot and your last injection? Oh, two days before. Yeah, that's why it's high. So at least give that five to seven day gap so we can see where you you fall, where your your kind of baseline, so to speak, is. We again, we don't want that testosterone artificially high because you it's in your system because you just injected it. We want to see what is it after you peak it and then after it comes down. And and before your next injection, what is that level? That's what we want to see. Things like estradiol cream, progesterone cream, or testosterone cream, any hormonal cream base. Do it the day before, not the morning of. Progesterone oral can be taken the night before. That's fine. If you're on the estradiol patch, you're just going to leave that on because that is a continuous. So it's changed out every three and a half days. You're just going to leave that patch on and then go for your labs. But what I would say to do because there is a little bit of a bolus release, meaning when you first put that patch on, you just naturally get a little more estradiol than you would on day two or day three when it's time to change out. I wouldn't put a new patch on the morning of your labs because that could give us a falsely elevated estradiol reading on you. So don't put a brand new patch on and then roll down the street for your labs. At least wait until after you get home to swap that patch out. Any kind of other supplements, like I said, you can take mostly all supplements up to the day before your labs. Now, you want to go in a fasted state because nine times out of 10, we're checking glucose and insulin. If you're with a practitioner that isn't checking glucose and insulin, it might be time to get a new practitioner, but you should be going in a fasted state. All hormones are best tested before 11 a.m. And if you're testing hormones and thyroid together, you're probably going to want to go first thing in the morning so that you can have your cup of coffee, take your thyroid medication and move on with your day. But all hormones should be tested before 11 a.m. That is male and female. Now, just as a side note reminder, and I know this was a very short, brief overview. That's what I wanted it to be. I want this to, to live in the podcast space so that I can direct every single one of you that asks me, what should I do before my labs? I'm gonna say, listen to this one. Breaks it all down for you. Additionally. I want you to remember a couple of things. If you go to Alta Labs or any lab now or the order your own lab testing places because I tell you that you can go or another functional practitioner says, here, go here, order your labs. You have to remember that they still have standard lab value ranges. All of those order your own lab testing sites have standard lab value ranges. They don't change to functional ranges just because we recommend them. 
you know, it, it's still going to be under the Quest LabCorp umbrella of here is the standard lab value range that we took from a group of sick people. That is why there's functional optimal ranges. That's why I have a download that gives you all of the labs to get as well as where they should be. Because if you don't know where you should fall in the optimal range, you're not going to be able to advocate for yourself. You're going to be told that you're normal by your doctor because you do fall into that standard, normal, huge, wide, vast lab value range but you're not in that functional medicine bullseye optimal range where you're going to feel your best, where you're going to get optimized, where you're going to look, feel, and perform as your best badass self, as you should be. You want to be in that optimal range. So if you don't know what that optimal range is, go ahead and grab the optimal lab download that we'll put into the show notes. That way you can have it right in front of you. And when you get your labs back, you can compare. And that way you can know, number one, well, did my doctor actually test all the labs that I requested? I can't tell you the amount of times I hear, I gave him your sheet, Dr. Amy, but they still didn't run reverse T3. They still didn't run testosterone. They still didn't run DHA. If they're not running the labs, it's time to get a new doctor. If your doctor says no to lab testing, it's time to get a new doctor. How are they going to help you if they won't even test? Then I want you to compare, are you optimal? So if you know that you are outside of that optimal range, but you're still in the normal lab value range, it's time to have a conversation with your doctor. And if he or she can't open their eyes and see, hey, you have these list of symptoms over here and you still are not optimal over here in your labs, time to move on. If they are stuck in their box, in their Synthroid box, in their T4 only box, and they were only going to test TSH and free T4 box, we're not going to give you hormones. Hormones cause cancer box. That old school way of thinking, if they haven't broken out of that and educated themselves into how they can best help you live longer, prevent disease and feel your best, it's time to move on and find someone who wants you to live longer, prevent disease and feel your best. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.